0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Backlog Gamers podcast. I'm your co-host Halo Titan. We're excited to bring you guys some exciting, fun, new news this week. We're not reporting it, but we're gonna read off some news topics and then react to it. Uh, and joining me today uh, is Zach Avalanche uh, down below me here is Rico Suave, and across the hall there we have Ardo Jim. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some great discussions. Our first four person podcast i'm really excited for today's episode before we hop into all of that make sure you guys hit that subscribe button the notification bell and the like button help us uh kick those youtube algorithms in the butt and if you're listening to us on spotify remember you can always follow us on there and uh don't forget to join us on our twitter at gamers backlog fellas how you doing tonight
1: cool i'm doing great yeah
0: fantastic Uh, Let's
1: be back so, uh, also you Spotify listeners already know this is the voice of Zach Avalanche. Hello. Um, but, uh, I realized that none of us said hi when you said our names, so I kind of uh, went a little fast. That wasn't really helpful for Spotify listeners. Sorry, guys. Um, well, can we get that? Uh,
0: here's Zach Avalanche and can we hello. get a hello from a Rico Suave? I mean hello. <laughs> oh, he's he's trolling the Spotify users already. And then of course we do have arto Jim. I do apologize.
2: Hey guys, how's it going? Uh going
1: that was just our own dorky selves not uh realizing, oh yeah, for Spotify. Well,
0: yeah, you know. Um, we're, we're 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 a pretty visual podcast here, so it is you know, and the first time having four people on, uh now you know you gotta take into consideration we do have an extra voice here, but uh I'm excited to have you guys on here. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight.
1: Yeah, man. You know what? I was worried I was going to be much later tonight because um, uh, my oldest son uh, and I made uh, chili for a chili cook-off. Nice. And uh, so we made uh, pepperoni chili and Mm, that sounds yummy no joke it's legit so we made the pepperoni chili um and uh it definitely was a uh uh hot item everybody really enjoyed it uh we we only got third place though so but we we've got some ideas to uh, spice spice it up a little bit uh 12 so four (laughs) Um, but, uh, I mean, I, the people after us, the, the next, I think we got like 11 votes or 12 votes or something. And I, I think, uh, fourth place got like, uh, three votes. So it was uh, like, there was the top three were pretty, pretty legit. Um, but we got some ideas. We're going to spice it up, spice up a pepperoni chili, and it's going to be even better next time. And, uh. We're gonna we're gonna take home that prize next time, for real. <laughs> but for serious, uh, I was not sure we were gonna make. I was like, oh, we better get going. We gotta go. We <laughs> gotta go. And uh, so we were hustling our way back over here so we could get get ready for the podcast. But it was fun.
0: Right on, right on. Well, uh, Rico, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. You good? Yeah. Did you have a good week? Play a lot of games?
3: Uh, no, just some some carry on
0: carry on i really enjoyed carry on uh now did you beat it on pc and xbox or are you working on one of the
3: other i'm working on xbox that already a... beat it on pc and uh wanted to get back in the fall guys but just haven't gotten on uh, playstation yet so oh guys i forgot that was a game we used to like uh... that game <laughs>
1: Hit me up no, we can't. if you're playing it on PC. It's a good game. You it is should, a good game.
3: Uh, play it on your PS4 so I can have a crew.
0: <laughs> I don't have it on my PS4.
1: There you go. <laughs> Arto Jim has a PS4 that's functioning, not as a Xbox
2: stand.
0: <laughs> I, it, yeah. Well, How about you, Ardo Jim? How was your week, man?
2: Uh, it was a good week. Um, Uh, Took some time, went to Annunciation Hike for a little retreat. Um, uh, took took a look at a couple of games I wanted to try. Uh, I got Hades, which oh, cool! I've been, I've heard a lot about it, and and it looks just fantastic. Just the um, the art style of it looks just great. And I love Greek mythology, so I figured, yeah, when I give it a shot.
0: Um, now, so, did you
2: get that on PlayStation Four? No, I got it for, No, I got it for PC. Everyone's telling me like that's probably the best way to play it.
1: I um, mean that or switch, but whatever <laughs> so, so
2: everyone's telling me that's the best way to that's the best way to do it. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm gonna build a computer uh, sometime in the next week or so, so it'll be able to be to uh, play because um, the one that I'm currently using. Should, it's time to retire it it's uh it's time
0: yeah we've all been there brother well dude that's awesome once you're on steam dude uh i, I tried to send you a friend request last time i think we had you on i,
2: I got it, it. <clears throat> i oh. got the friend request but it's just like my computer was just not
1: yeah not a... i got the friend request but uh, i didn't want to add you so uh, your yeah, computer's
0: <laughs> like what's a friend request this is like oh. a 1980s computer man is
2: well, what I promise. Once the, I mean, I'll build it tomorrow, so it should be good by next time we uh next time we meet up. So it should be good to go. So, sweet man,
0: I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm excited for you. That's yeah. my, mine's only a couple years old right now, but I I do love it. It's a beast. And it's how about like you? Zach? I went on a retreat
1: and I decided I'm going to build a PC.
0: <laughs> and that sounds. That's a great retreat. That's a great retreat. How about you, Zach? You doing anything exciting this last week?
1: Um, as far as games, um, I don't think chili cookoffs count. <laughs> uh, um, uh, let's see. What did I... What did I... No. No. I played no games this week. You know why? Because I played a lot. <laughs> yeah,
0: I haven't heard from you lot. much this last month here.
1: This last month was insane and i was like my thumbs need a break so oh no that's not true okay i i i played probably maybe an hour of usc4 hmm. how was that it's it pretty cool so far actually not too bad i i i enjoyed what i played of it but it's only been an hour or so so it's not like crazy but my dude looks ridiculous. I mean, he looks like a fool. <laughs> I'm like, I want to punch my own guy. So. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Stop I'm, I'm working yourself. on him, but uh, his face looks like it got flattened. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Looks like somebody looks put a, like a
0: fire a out on his face using a wet chain. Like he got hit by a train or
1: something. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: that's, not good. That's funny, man. I actually didn't play uh, many games this week myself. Um also, for the same reason, I was just kind of had a game fatigue. I uh, had issues with my internet. I was supposed to stream on Wednesday or Tuesday. I can't remember which day. Just having internet issues, and then the rest of the week I was just, eh. I can't. I, I just, I just a game fatigue. But I did. Uh, the day we the day after we filmed our last podcast, I did play, uh, Carry On and no, not Carry On. I played Call of the Sea one more time, and then I played Donut County. And and for which one?
1: For donut. For Canada. donut. Well, okay. Talk to us about Call of the Sea.
0: Well, oh, Call of the Sea! I think I may have talked about it on the last show. I'm we not did. sure. I'm not sure if our guests have uh, watched the show, but I, yeah. I, I think I do like the game. I like the story. I think it's a sweet story. Um, there are some um, H.P. Lovecraft type themes in there, especially that one that last hidden image you can find. Mm-hmm. uh With the monster like creeping out behind like the lighthouse, he's taller than the lighthouse. <laughs> kind of reminded me of a Lovecraftian type type thing. But I thought, I man, I thought the game was
1: great. Like an elder God. The
0: puzzles, like, I honestly, you know, I used the guide going through there so I could get all the achievements. But I don't know if I could have beaten some of those puzzles.
1: yeah on my own, I no think way, I, I think I
0: may have needed help. They were,
3: they were a little obscure.
1: Yeah, there there were some hard ones in that game. Yeah, uh, like, honestly. If you
0: didn't, if you didn't exp- if you did not thoroughly explore, you would not find the clues you needed oh, to help yeah. solve that. And I, even I would have hated it. Even then you may not have solved it. If you guys have beat Call of the Sea uh without using a guide, I mean let us know. I mean thirty two hours. Thirty two <laughs> hours. <laughs> I mean definitely would take longer. Uh we obviously were achievement hunting through there. I know Rico's nice. uh, done that one once or twice. Rico twice. Twice so we stacked those and then donut county i did not think donut county was bad that quirky little game uh i really did love being a hole that was just was a black hole that was just sucking everything up that was pretty fun and the more you ate yeah. the bigger you got yeah bigger i things I, you thought,
1: I mean it was it wasn't much of a game mechanic but i mean it was still like right just fun yeah. I, it was very chill yeah. I, and i i really enjoyed pretty
3: relaxing just, and funny
1: yeah. yeah and funny and goofy and just it was chill and goofy and fun. Like I, I didn't really have much bad to say about it because it was like it was what it was. There wasn't much to critique. It was just goofy and fun.
0: Well, and I can see that game being like um on your mobile phone They're just dragging the hole around.
1: Oh yeah, Sucking right? things
0: up.
3: Yeah, you guys One haven't way, tried Donut it, County. What? It's very similar to Katamari if you've ever oh. played Katamari, Man, where you roll get bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh. You know, it's kind of that the, opposite you know the
1: yeah, hole gets bigger one, the the hole gathering gets bigger mass than, rather than the, sucking it the, all the up, landscape
0: right. becomes pretty naked by the time you're done with the level <laughs> <laughs> they had some pretty cool little puzzles in there where you had to like make the soup um yeah for the bird yeah. and the bird like was so good the bird just had a tear it's oh, like God, oh, I,
4: the soup is so, so delicious so, it was delicious i love it
0: oh man <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a pepperoni chili oh uh, no <laughs> but uh no, I liked, what was that other one uh i i like the the uh there was a part where you had to like get all the other things without getting the radio uh, oh yeah so the music kept playing and and even even the little boss fight at the end was fun like i mean
0: yeah that one kinda, I I tensed up a little bit of that one because i couldn't get the whole around the barricades and, stuff yeah, and you're
1: about. like trying to I'm get like, around oh. the barricade. I will say that like you get tense during that boss fight. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, it was really, really, really chill. Definitely really chill. fun. Yeah.
0: Definitely chill. And I loved all the raccoons and just the concept. I thought, I thought, I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's probably not. A, and this is why I did do love the, you know, the whole, the yearly achievement thing where we're doing is because we get to play games like that. That's not a game I would normally pick up <laughs> and play, but just a little life. gym. Yeah, so it's a little, yeah, little gem. It's on Game Pass. If you guys have Game Pass, check it out. Donut County,
1: uh, pretty fun. Fine. I
0: I know I enjoyed it. Enrico and Zach enjoyed it.
1: Uh, Art Jim, thousand achievements too. Yeah, Arto
0: Gym, I imagine it's on PlayStation somewhere. Maybe.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you if, know.
0: I don't know if they get little gems or not. The PC. <laughs> it's on. Yeah, yeah it's on he's PC. moving into PC world. Yeah. Yeah, and you can get Game Pass on PC. So I'm just saying, welcome. Do yourself a favor, bro. <laughs> so, all right, are you guys ready to hop into some topics for the week?
1: So, what yeah, he's saying no. is,
0: yeah, I was is what he's saying. Just
1: so you can get donut, <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no.
0: <laughs> not just for that one. So, I I don't. So, we have one topic here that I don't really know much about, but I I do have it on here. I did try to do some research, but honestly, I started falling asleep because um, I just. <laughs> It's GameStop and their stock prices. I'm not too in-tuned with, with the stock market and how all of that stuff works. Um, and it just... The, the the left part of my brain that's supposed to you know be able to interpret all this stuff uh, just takes a giant dump on me, and I'm just like, I...
3: See, that's your problem. It's the, it's the right side.
0: <laughs> not the left.
3: No, no, it's not. <laughs> you, you even got that wrong.
0: No, I didn't. But Rico knows about some of this. And I thought I'd give you the opportunity to maybe kind of
3: dumb it down for me. Uh, Well, the the main thing behind it is um, how hedge funds work. And uh, they involve a lot of risk. And (laughs) what some people do when they buy stocks is to uh, short sell, which is... A methodology where they make money if the company doesn't do well, it's so that you know on, from the outside, if you're not doing that or if you work for that company, that's very uh, seems very predatory. Yeah,
2: it's kind of uh, very negative.
3: I mean, people, you know, when you were taught in school, you were taught about stocks on how to make money uh, by investing in the company and not investing in the company's demise i mean that's that's to me i'm not an economics uh major or anything like that but it seems like that's you're causing a lot of financial distress to people out there you're you're gonna eventually cost people their jobs um just so you can make a profit but um and that's kind of the thing would happen with Sears a few years back It's it's new owners kind of did it With that and It slowly went away and Then all those stores Closed and all those people Lost jobs and then there's not You know the rent coming into the Malls or you know wherever they Were located
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Funds coming into Communities but but Anyway from the GameStop Point of view game related Is GameStop hasn't necessarily done great they have had a few spikes lately, like when they you guys talked about it a while back when they made that little deal with Microsoft, you know that kind of spiked their stocks but there's a group on reddit called um um wall
1: street uh wall Street, um, wall street bets, bets. Um, right
3: and uh they're um they got together as a group of investors and wanted to invest in GameStop to kind of counteract the short sellers and the hedge funds. And their um, kind of, I don't know. It's not fully. illegal.
4: They're it, it's, it's fully a little dirty. To,
3: yeah. yeah. So they started investing in GameStop and started driving the money up, which cost wall street and hedge funds millions well actually billions of dollars so much so that some hedge funds got out completely because there there was no way they could they could cover that amount and you know some hedge funds did make money like they slowly would sell their stock i read about one the other day that made about 700 million dollars from the stock oh oh, is that all
0: yeah, yeah, that's only, all. No, yeah, only from about yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. um from about, you know, when the stocks were, you know, two to three dollars. Now they're trading at three hundred and fifty. I think the high was around four hundred dollars <sighs> share. And, and so it was just phenomenal to see how a group of people on the internet could get together and create this kind of change. Mm. Not doing anything in the negative, but doing something in the positive, like investing in the company and and trying to support it. And from a gaming point of view, you know, GameStops are everywhere, and and some people like them, some people hate them. But I think overall for the gaming community at large, what they represent is us. They represent gamers, or they try to at least, you know, that they go in there and they have a lot of weird things and a lot of things on clearance because they don't sell. But, uh, you know, it's just from a gaming point of view, which is more like this is like a legitimate standard for people to see on the outside that, you know, games and gaming and and gamers are real people. But um, anyway, there's, that's about, you know, it it rallied pretty strong after Elon Musk got involved telling Mm. people to buy Game stonks, game stonks on, on Twitter, <laughs> and uh,
1: you know it's interesting because, um, it, you mentioned that, that I mean it, it's significantly higher at this point, <clears throat> significantly higher. Um, and and I've been hearing that there's potential for it to go even, even higher, um, because, uh, apparently, um, just through the grapevine, I've heard that, um, this Microsoft deal that that we're talking about has to do with the fact that GameStop is going to be um, kind of refocusing uh, what they're doing because uh, I can't remember who came in uh, to the company um, really high up. Uh, I I can't remember off the top of my head. If you guys remember – if you guys know – uh, you know, post it in the comments or whatever, but uh, they're the refocusing is what I'm hearing. And instead of, you know, gaming memorabilia and used pre-owned games, because those are kind of going the way of the dinosaur at this point. Finally, um, uh, They are going to start refocusing on becoming uh, PC build stores. <clears throat> oh wow! Where you can go and you can build your own, you know, build a PC in their store, and, and they can and they'll help you. And that's smart. Uh, which which is uh, which would make sense with the Microsoft deal, um, yeah. because if well, the, it, then if Microsoft's like, yeah, let's make sure that we get uh, you know Windows in every single one of your PCs that you're gonna <laughs> build. Blah <laughs> yeah. blah 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 blah. Dude, money. <laughs>
3: if you remember, they used to be uh, EB games, and I think there are still some
1: EB They games are in Canada, in Canada still, yeah
3: And mm-hmm. uh, Babbage's, before that, we had a Babbage's And they did used to carry a lot more uh, PC games as well, but, you know, PC games are Fairly all digital now right? Unless you're buying, like, a collector's edition for the box But, um uh, the the other aspect of making that deal with uh, Microsoft, from my point of view, is having you know talked to some people that worked there, uh, you know, listening to them talk about working at GameStop, their system was pretty antiquated.
4: Oh, and sure.
3: For them, if you came in looking for a specific item, mm. you know, it would take them minutes to find if another store had it.
4: Right it's, right, it's like
3: you could pick up the phone and call that other store quicker than you could on their system.
1: <laughs> yeah, their network, their networking wasn't great. Huh? Well,
0: and that's what I thought the initial deal with Microsoft was: was that they were they were going to be handling a lot of the back end stuff, you know, upgrading a lot of ga- how GameStop operates. You know, with with Microsoft services being provided for the managers and stuff, uh, just to maybe kind <clears> of <throat> clean up, you know, how the how their how the all the stuff we don't see as consumers uh, works for them and maybe make their process a little easier. Right. That's what I understood from it. And, and another thing with this, this whole GameStop stock pricing and another thing, I, one of the reasons I wanted to avoid it is because I know, I do know, you know, there's like politicians and stuff. Uh, having comments on this and it's a big thing. I've seen in actual like mainstream, like uh, news media and stuff, but I'm just like, it's always crazy when <laughs> as a gamer, when you see the game stuff, like in the mainstream news media and you're yeah. like, whoa, no. Yeah. What did Grand, Grand Theft Auto do now? <laughs> you it's know?
3: Almost as if the only care of millionaires are losing
0: money. Yeah,
4: what? Well, right.
0: And so, and that's why I, kinda, I did kind of want to avoid the political side of that. But I, yeah. I think that you know I do kind of think that's cool. I mean, and it's it's kind of weird that that the app, the Robin Hood app, you know, <laughs> what is Robinhood's uh, mantra? You know, uh, take from the rich, give to the poor. They, right. they were stopping people from. <laughs> Actually, getting involved. Yeah, Yeah, to save the
1: rich people. Right, to
3: save the rich people. Uh, And and, and today, today they just lifted uh, you know their restrictions, and and of course, apparently they have an ad coming out during the Super Bowl. You know, spouting their mantra again, and it's just like that. You're so hypocritical. Like, I don't know my my point of view from a gaming point uh, point of view or gamer point of view is again that, that GameStop kind of represents who we are to the mainstream because we are all pretty much hardcore gamers but there are I think there's a vast majority of people that do play games that are not like us yeah. they go in they say you know I want to get you know what's this console my you know grandson's been telling me about this or my son sure, wants yeah. this
1: or they hear about because it's only 50 bucks
3: yeah and then they lose money on that and, you know as soon as it goes out of business and <laughs> i'm kidding <A> little foreshadowing <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. just so you guys know they could all see they could all see my screen and what what our next topic is here in a sec uh, but no ariko thank you so much for sharing that with us um i do appreciate that cuz that, that's just something it's easier it's stuff like that's easier for when when people feed it to me it's, and kind of explain when you get it to in, me
3: when you get in there and, and you talk about all you know all the wall street stuff and all the hedge funds and which what are short sales and all that it's very complex stuff like i don't i don't yeah, I, yeah. some of that stuff i can't even grasp i'm like how how do you lose money uh,
0: you know my neighbor
1: basically tells me all the things so yeah. I, and i still don't know all this <laughs> the, all the things on it
0: well you know if you're if you if you understand the system i mean you can make a buck you can make a sweet of mint off of, off of the yeah stock
3: market. zach zach had Talking with him the other week, he had said his neighbor had told him that a couple of weeks, and I was like, "Man, if he had, I'm right? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but if I mean, he had known yeah. At that point, you know, we could have been calling him Sir at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sir, like
0: uh, Well, you know, some mm-hmm. cool stuff has come out of that. I, I, I did see a story. I think a college college student, I want to say, in Minnesota, was like donating like Nintendo Switches and stuff, yeah, yeah to, like I'm a South children's well. hospital or something, with That's money cool. that he got. From investing in GameStop, and yeah, I was like, cool. "Holy cow!" I was like, "That's really cool, man." You you let the little people get in on stuff like this, and good good things happen. Uh, I did want to switch to our next topic, but before we do, Ardo Jim, I wanted to uh, did you want to weigh in on the GameStop topic at all?
2: Uh, well, I mean, everything has been said. I think for me, um, and it is the, the hypocrisy of it. I mean, it's just um, that's the thing that just stood out for me. You know, you have an app that's called Robin Hood. It's essentially <laughs> a link from the rich to the poor. I think that's the part that made me laugh a little bit so much when I was watching all of this. Was so the poor, have finally decided that they wanted to stick it to the big guys, and the app that's the based off of an actual character whose entire yeah. is to stick it up to the big guys. Suddenly decided at one point that they were stopping all trades, yeah. and and I just went. I can't be the only one who notices this is, <laughs> but let's just see oh, how, no. how it goes. Um, but I think it's also just, um, no, I encourage that because I think it's another way of showing that, you know, the system is supposed to be working for everyone. And it exactly. did reveal, it did reveal just, again, not to make it political, but that is a real reality that those would. Showing that the little guy can make it and can actually be profitable, and like you said, good things are coming out of it. So, yep.
0: and we have strength in numbers, baby. There's a lot more of us than there are Man. of them. So, yeah. I think that's uh, that's crazy stuff. Uh, you know, if if anything more interesting happens with that with the GameStop deal, we'll we'll cover it in future episodes. Yeah. Uh, most of it, oh, but
3: the, but they are making movies. There's like three yes, different movies. 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 Oh, yeah. They <laughs> got a, <laughs> a book deal.
0: A book deal that's being proposed. They got. A, I mean, this is all happening in a week a week.
3: I'm I'm sure there are podcasts out there you can listen to. Yes, that can actually
0: break this down for you. (laughs) It's probably something I should have listened to before we started today's podcast. I honestly wasn't going to put it in, but I know we did mention last week that we would. Um, But our next topic here, and initially I laughed at this, um, but I kind of backtracked. Google has shut down its internal game studios for Stadia. Going to be uh, refocusing the brand... To offer its platform to third-party publishers, Uh, two studios were shut down, uh, one of them located in Los Angeles, the other in Montreal, going to impact 150 employees. Google has come out and stated that they're going to try to find them positions elsewhere in the company, and uh, players can still uh, access their games on Stadia and have access to Stadia Pro, which is $10 a month, I believe. And uh, they'll still be able to purchase third-party games. Although, as of right now, it's unclear how many third-party games Google plans on hosting. What do you guys think? Thoughts? (sighs) We'll give this one to Ardo I, Jim.
3: I have, I have thoughts, but I, I, I've, I've said a lot already. So. Like, to <laughs> oh, middle, we!
0: So. Uh, I told you. Mm-hmm. We just get transfixed when Rico starts talking. We're just like.
1: <laughs> I know we're all like, oh, like
0: this guy's got a wealth of knowledge that's <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> um, um, I'll, I'll throw this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw this one yeah. right on Ardo Jim. I want to see what his his first impressions are of this.
2: Um. Well, you know. Well, and I don't know all the inner workings of it, but I'm guessing it's essentially the competition is getting a little too much. I'm guessing it's, this is just me looking at it from this. I mean, the big dogs right now, three of them or your, well, four. Nintendo, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation, right? That's pretty much, those are the four pillars of the gaming world right now. It's kind of hard to break into that. And, being a third-party publisher would make it a lot easier. I mean, you're at least just don't have to spend as much resources developing all those games. you just... So, yeah, I think well, I'm a little bit... In, I mean, yeah. I'm a little bit different about this one.
0: I, well, and I don't know that they're publishing any games. They're just kind of making their platform available for oh. third-party developers, to say... we right. Kind of like with Xbox and PlayStation and PC, developers have the option to... You know it, it's essentially a platform, kind of like what Amazon's so, doing with Luna. Okay, so right. essentially
2: well, in that case, and so they' are they just trying to grow the catalog that they have so they can offer more to the consumer
0: I would imagine I would imagine that's that's what they're doing I, I think but, I, 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 like you said, I think that, it's hard for them to compete.
3: Doing, wasn't that uh, what they were doing to begin with?
0: Yeah, well, initially, yeah, but they, I think they were I think they were facing criticism because they didn't have any first party games that could so they so they
1: felt the pressure to stand up studios of their own and 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 buy studios and and uh and and try to come up with first party you know stadia exclusives right Right. um i you know and this one's hard
0: you know it was funny when i first read this news myself i i laughed i was like oh that's this the first step and you know, it could very well be the first step into them taking this project altogether, but I don't necessarily know. I think they might stand a better chance actually just offering it as a, as a system this way. Right. They're not going to, it's not going to cost them as much to make a game. You know, right. they can just offer the platform, have the servers up and running, make sure, you know, work on those, make those good. And, and third party developers can be like, Hey, you know, sure. There's an audience on stadia. It's not very big, but you know what if you know that's still an audience that might not be playing on other platforms, so right. I mean the the options there, and it kind of seems like that's what Google's doing, or not Google, I'm sorry, Amazon with Luna yeah. and and so I you know initially I laughed at this, and I was like, oh that's still, that's stage one of them going right under, but the more you think about it, maybe not because i, I think they are facing big competition, but not necessarily from uh, just like p c playstation xbox. I think their competition is in the streaming space. Which sure. you know, right. Xbox is absolutely controlling right now. Right, Luna's cutting into that. I think Apple has plans to cut into that, and Google's uh, uh, fighting with it. So,
1: here's the thing with games nowadays, though. Here, all these games we we talk about cross platform, cross platform, cross platform, cross platform. Every game like <laughs> wants to be cross platform now. Why? Because then they can sell millions of copies. On Xbox, they can sell millions of copies. On PlayStation, they can sell millions of copies. On PC, right? They want to be cross-platform on everything. So, Google Stadia uh, is like, yo, okay, so let's just try and get all these other games on here. And you know what? I think I think the argument still stands. You got your grandma over at the store. Grandma, I really want to be able to play Fortnite with my buddies, or I want to play Destiny with my buddies. Well, how can you do it? Oh, it's gonna cost me five hundred dollars to buy you this one, or it's gonna cost me a hundred dollars to buy you this one.
4: Mm.
1: It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, th- I think the premise still works, um, and the selling point still works. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know that this is is a deal breaker or a killer for Stadia. Um, and actually, I kind of think that. Uh, uh, this this could allow them to focus a lot more on uh, making Steady better for all the third party, uh, and and maybe that's a lot of the jobs that they're going to give to the employees. But here here's the other thing I'm thinking:
4: hmm.
1: Does it mean that uh, their internal game studios are going to be down forever, or are, are they never going to have any internal game studios anymore? I don't think so i think i do if stadia if stadia right if google can you know propel itself forward using third party games blah blah blah. stadia becomes really popular what i mean imagine if it does become really popular why wouldn't they open up internal studios again that's why a not?
0: that's a huge uphill battle in my opinion and honestly i think google has a track like a track record like microsoft if something if 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 this if this move doesn't help them, if this move not working and they're still, leach, uh, you know, leaking money, I, I think Stadia goes under. If this strategy doesn't work, I think it goes. I think Stadia's gone. Because no company yeah. wants to lose money.
2: Well, yeah, I agree on that one uh, because you need, as you said, like the the Stadia's audience isn't big, right? It's still compared to everything else. Right. Unless you can somehow attract, um, if you can if you can open that platform and give access to as many people to create content for it. And like we said, start building up your catalog. Um, but also start highlighting the jewels that you have in that platform. I think this is, it's a gamble for sure. But, you know, and and I don't think, but I also don't think Google is going to walk away from this, um, from this playing field. I mean, they're all about making, Making more money and building up their brand, so walking away from the gaming spaces and really feel like doesn't feel like their mo. I would say,
1: especially with all the integration with YouTube and everything, I, yeah,
2: just no way they could walk away from that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They're gonna have. I think they're gonna have to try different strategies. In my opinion, I don't think everyone's gonna look at. In my opinion, as as someone who's already an established gamer, I look at Stadia and say they have nothing to offer me. What they really need to do is have something that's enticing as as like zach was saying uh as a cheaper model or something that's more enticing to you know let's just say the casual gamer i would i would argue the casual gamer and i'm not insulting people who are not good at games i'm just meant saying people who don't play games as often this is a much more affordable option but they're also competing with microsoft that's giving people a much more affordable option you know you need a cell phone a tablet an app and $15 a month and you can, or not even 15, you can do $10 a month and have, you know, probably the, it's the best deal on gaming with game pass. And so I think uh, Google's got a huge uphill battle. I think in this, I'm not saying that they're going to fail. Yeah. I, I personally think that they will, but who knows? But we, you never know.
3: I think the problem with, uh, comparing it to game pass though, is not all of game Pass's games are on there. Correct.
0: On the phone. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, on the X
0: Cloud. Every everyone I've tried has been on there. Um, um but I don't no, know. There's, I don't where, there's they're all
3: the... there. Where 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 Stadia's aspect was any third party game because they're right. They're all of house them were on could, You Cloud, could even right. buy games as
0: if you could buy them on and Xbox. You could buy games for, as
3: a market. And that's place. one
0: thing I think X Cloud is definitely missing is the ability to, like, I own my. I, if, I buy, if I buy a game on my Xbox, you know, I want to be able to play it on my phone, too, without having to buy it a second time. So sure. I think Microsoft's yeah. got to be working up some way to kind of get a licensing deal for well, that. Well,
3: th- that would be nice, because, like, I have um, little nightmares on my Xbox. Right. Well, that'd be nice if I could play it on my PC as well, but I can't. Yeah. Um. But my, my, my opinions on the, the Google Stadia thing is that... That seems like the dumbest decision in the world. <laughs> I mean, first of all, that's very bad to have two studios and you just laid off of 150 people,
1: Yeah,
3: especially during a pandemic, and you're a trillion-dollar company? A
1: trillion-dollar company. A trillion-dollar yes.
3: company. I yeah. mean, um, the problem is the, the the longer effect of this is scorched-earth policy that they left behind because as a game developer if you had an opportunity to go work for them, you're going to look at their history and see how they've treated people in the past. right? And you're going to be less likely to go there. You're going to either start do something on your own or you're going to go to a, a firm or a company that actually
1: treats you like an asset. Right. So um, you're talking if, if they did reopen or if they started up a couple more uh, right. internal studios later, they, they would have they, a harder they time getting uh,
3: They won't start them up they will if anything they would buy existing Agreed. developers Agreed. they're not going to homebrew anything anymore they're going to they're going to pursue companies that they can purchase
1: do you think perhaps uh, that that may be their plan maybe they're closing it, down their internal be. ones I mean, already it's gonna, so it's they gonna can buy more for them in the long just like run. microsoft
3: yeah but that's the problem is then again you only have one studio and you're just basically a marketplace with one studio, you're going to have to buy multiple studios. If you mm-hmm. want to get into the gaming business and you also want to be a marketplace, you're going to have to buy multiple game development studios right. so that you have that carrot at the end of the stick that's going to draw the gamer. Because yeah. the other point that I wanted to talk about on that is Google Stadia, we talk about you know the, the, the mainstream gamer. The mainstream gamer cannot go into GameStop. And actually buy a stadia they would have to research it online and buy it true, and true. for the the majority of parents you know we would be people that that can actually this and buy th- these things for our children but not your grandparents not my sure. father right no, sure. i mean how do you spell good point. i mean they're, what, they're what's, not... a, what's a stadia
1: right yeah. right
3: So you mean stadium is that the stuff stadium? you put in your coffee you want to go to the state? Yeah, Steve.
1: You yeah. want to go see a ball
3: game?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, and, and it's interesting. And, and the and the point I was making is because I, I, Google having an uphill battle at the beginning of this. Look at when Microsoft came into the you know into the gaming scene. Right. Back in two thousand one, I think, is when they officially re- uh, released the Xbox. They are yeah, Microsoft still climbing.
3: Gaming. They were making games before that.
0: Well, sure, but when, as far as like the console. Uh, And actually competing with a behemoth like Sony in the gaming world and Nintendo, uh, you know, two companies that dominate, you know, the gaming space. Microsoft comes in here, you know, I honestly, if it wasn't for Halo, if Microsoft didn't have their own first person studio that they purchased, um, you know, put out a, a, you know, a killer app. I don't know that Microsoft uh, Xbox survives. And I would argue that in the console space, at least Microsoft's still fighting that uphill battle still. 2020 20 years later you know
3: and as far as streaming services go luna does amazon luna does have a better foothold because yep. they actually have game studios
4: okay.
3: uh, more than one or two that have actually made games like they have um it, oddly if you guys notice uh one of the free games this month on um xbox um Gold, Xbox Gold Live, whatever it's called anymore, is is that uh, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, hmm. which yeah, was a great game that I remember playing a long time ago. Well, the, the, the developers of that was called um, The Collective, and they were bought and rolled in with another company, which got bought and rolled in with another game company. And in 2014, Amazon... Had bought that game company, and has been working on games, working on you know, well, of course, having Twitch, having streaming. I mean, they're oh, they're yeah. they have a better foothold yep. to actually be uh, in the game market because they've actually been making games sure. or have studios yeah. that actually have that experience. Where Google, I mean, that's.
0: And I, you know, I predict, I predicted when the Luna came out that I thought they, they would do better than stadium. And I, you know, I, I still believe that it's, I don't, I don't know that that's the case yet, but I still believe it. Uh, Did you guys have any final thoughts on the uh, Google stadia? No, we're good. All right. We're going to hop into what I think is going to be our last major topic of the evening. It's going to be, I, the
1: controller is amazing.
3: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The Wii U pro controller was actually the best controller ever made but nobody ever bought the wii so i did I'm sitting in my other <laughs> i did i
1: no man that stadia controller is just it's perfect it's just it's it's an amazing controller amazing but anyways that doesn't that's not gonna sell it's not gonna sell everybody yeah, it's, well, it's people the, don't people it's... don't
0: play games for the controllers they play the games for the games and uh well, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll so,
1: and we'll see how they do.
0: <laughs> so, our next topic here, I'm pretty excited about. I, I hope you guys are as well. Mass Effect Legendary Edition gets a release date plus more information. I'm just going to read off all the information I have here and I'll let you guys discuss. um It's going to be releasing on May 14th, 2021. It's available for pre order now everywhere. On PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, (laughs) no next... (laughs) Rico's making faces. (laughs) It's uh, no next-gen versions will be... uh, No next-gen versions, but they will be supported through forward compatibility or backwards compatibility, however, which way you want to see that. Um, And then uh, it's going to include, obviously, Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, 40 pieces, 40 pieces of DLC. Uh, Story expansions, weapons, armor packs uh, included in that. It will be playable in 4K Ultra HD with HDR. Remastered character models. Tens of thousands of up-res textures. Tens of thousands. um, Improvements to shaders and uh, VFX. Updated lighting. Improved dynamic shadows, volumetrics, and depth of field. And for Mass Effect 1 specifically... Comprehensive world building enhancements with added detail and depth to locations, improved interfaces and UI, tons of quality of life additions, uh, combat exploration uh, have been modernized, uh, you know, such as better aiming, squad controls, behavior, Mako handling. I don't know if you guys remember the Mako and
2: Mass Effect 1
0: camera. I loved it. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to uh, include the extended cuts fourth ending, which I don't know why they're saying that because the extended cut came with the fourth ending and it was free for anyone who ordered uh who owned um the original Mass Effect 3. Uh some boss fights uh are improved to reduce a previous player frustration such as the fight against Matriarch B- Benezia in Mass Effect 1. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that uh, right after the Knight Queen. Yep. She was a tough, that was a tough fight. Yep. They've added discrete autosaves, saves and uh, what's not included uh, for Mass Effect 1 specifically is the DLC Pinnacle Station, and this is not going to be in the game due to corrupted source code, which was the same issues it had back when it released on PlayStation 3.
1: Oh, that's Gentlemen,
0: i let you take this one off. i got to catch my breath.
1: <laughs> uh, shoot yeah man listen to all that that is amazing tens of thousands tens, tens of
0: thousands t- have you guys seen have you guys seen, you know what i meant to i meant to show you the the textures. multiplayer trailer not the multiplayer but the um the 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 inaction uh gameplay trailer before the show you guys should absolutely oh, yeah maybe we'll watch it after the show but i mean it looks great if you've been paying attention to twitter they've been showing original versus legendary editions specifically in Mass Effect 1 that just show like complete differences in areas and the oh, Mako I mean, it's looks different. different it's, from, it looks crazy one. cool. I'm super excited. I, awesome.
3: I, oddly, looking at some of those images, I thought the original looked better on a few. Oh. Really?
4: Oh, really? <laughs> really?
3: On Commander Shepard, uh, on, on the male Shepard, on the one I was looking at, I mean, it's on my phone, but it's like, yeah, oh, I think the original looks better to me. But I'm very, very excited for this. I'm. Uh, I might be gone for a few months. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, work. Um, I may be out for a little
3: while. Now, oddly, when when uh, Red Dead Redemption Two came out, my boss said. Was sick that day,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he'll understand. Sorry, I didn't
3: mean to cut you off, Jerry. Go ahead.
2: No worries. Um, no, I'm excited for this too. I mean, I mean, I never answered the question last time, so if I had to choose, uh, I think it'd be Ashley. Then it'd be more, <laughs> yeah. um, again, multiple we'll save files, uh, but. <sighs> You know, when it comes down to this, I really hope that this might be what Bioware needs to just re, um, just reinvigorate this, because um, we all love the original trilogy. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it was amazing. So if this yeah. is what they need to just give us more of that world, because, I, I mean, I fell in love with the second game, and that was it. The second game just had me with everything, so... If this is what it takes for them to be able to just give us more of that universe, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. I, um, I also think like it's, this is just a remaster, not a top to bottom remake. Right? right. 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 Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to, to play.
0: Um, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited myself. I did. There's one piece of news I did not put in the description yeah. is they are they're 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 downscaling the amount of butt cam shots we have, uh, specifically of Miranda <laughs> in Mass Effect 2. So we're not going to get to see her hiney as much. Um, and I didn't think that was big news, but apparently some people are pretty. Uh,
1: can you can you pet the dog?
0: I I, I I don't think there's a dog. I think you can feed your fish.
3: You can you can pet the alien.
1: You can pet the Me. alien.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I mean I'm super excited for this. I mean seeing some of the. Comparisons. I just brought a video up for you guys. I'm not sure if you saw it. Yeah. yeah of, of the of the just the difference between the original and the new one. I the Mako them improving. One of them. One of the things that drove me crazy was that Mako. That thing was so difficult to navigate with. So I'm.
3: I actually loved it. Really. I I understood it. I got it. I was great with the Mako. People would complain about it, and I thought, What's wrong with you?" This it wasn't the Warhog. That's why. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, yeah, you no,
0: know, but I, I, I'm I'm really interested in seeing how much uh, how much better that is. But uh, also something I did not put in here is nothing in the story has been changed. I mean, the same story, nothing has been changed. That's no, awesome. no new endings are coming. Uh, which I did want to say. One of Zach's bold predictions from episode six was: Here we go. Uh, episode six, Titan predicts goes. no changes to Mass Effect three ending. Zach predicts change things they did not they will not no change although the extended cut that they did add on back in 2012 i think when people had that huge outrage over the uh, uh, initial (laughs) ending that extended cut is now it's now part of it it's now just part of the game it's it's no longer an add-on is those are that's the ending now so the extended cut is official. That fourth ending that they had added in the extended cut as well. I think it was, I think it was the ending and correct me in the comments. If I'm wrong, the fourth ending was the one where you could tell the star child or that ghost child at the end. Um, you, no, you're not going to select any option. You just walk away and then the ghost child wrecks the galaxy. <laughs> 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 Destroys everything. So that was like yeah. the, the secret fourth ending or whatever, you know, you didn't you know, they, they present you with, you know, red, green, and blue you know, pick, you know, pick your ending, but you, you know, in the extended cut, they did add, you know, you could refuse all of them, but it wasn't a kind ending. So.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, I also don't think they want to like uh, retread what happened with Mass Effect three. I mean, that was just a little insane. I mean, we lived through it, but that was such a crazy time for that. It ending, it was using their mind. So I think mm-hmm. what they're doing is great. It's just like, we're remastering the whole thing, everything that was in there. Here you go enjoy it, you know, and I'm hoping it's like this will be a great distraction for a while while we focus on building some more stuff in the universe because um, they did uh, What was the it? Dragon. <laughs> I was a Mass Effect Andromeda, which um, yeah, that was, um, that's a thing that <laughs> happened. Oh, was that um,
0: an audible sign? I'm sorry.
2: Boy, that was uh, <laughs> you know, Name sometimes Jake.
1: Jerry's got me on this thing. I, I'm sorry. I, you, you've got me on this thing now. I'm thinking about yeah. uh, my, my Mass Effect relationships now, and I'm like, I, you know, I've played number one. Like, yeah. I, I can't even tell you how many times. At this point, I've, I've, I've forgotten how many times I've played it. Yeah. But ever since uh, Tali Zora was an option, yeah. I go back to the first one, and I'm like, I don't like any of you. I know, <laughs> I know where I'm going. <laughs>
0: you,
3: you, you.
0: He picks Caden in the first one.
3: Did, did you guys, when you played through, did you only play as the male uh, commander?
0: Yes, I was actually yeah. contemplating on maybe doing a femship playthrough.
3: I did uh, a femship, and huh. uh, I did like her. Like, I've, I've heard that uh, on the internet, a lot of people talking about how they like the actor or the acting from FemShep uh, better and
2: sure. uh, yeah, that's because uh, I, I, she's an established voice actor, so I forgot her name, but...
3: Yeah, um... Yeah. Uh, it,
0: I, it's, it's interesting you bring up Femshep, because I know, I know there were, like, controversies about how the Femshep never... The base, the base Femshep was never the same, I think, amongst the games. Yeah. They've it, now yeah, made it... Well,
3: when they got to the third one, she was different.
0: Right. So now they've made it so she's gonna be, she'll be the same across all three games.
1: Yeah. Um... I mean, this is going to be so cool. It, it makes me think of uh, you know the Master Chief Collection. We're going to have all three of these games the in one in one user interface, and it's just going to be like, oh, do I want to play this? Yes, I do. <laughs> and it's just going to be so cool to like. I bet you they're do. going to have all sorts of special little extras and things in the um, within the game that we don't know about yet that are going to be so fun. It'll track like choices and stuff. It, it's going to be so cool.
0: Yeah. Maybe uh, some, some, some cosmetic things are, are tracking things that, you know, don't yeah. change the game. Cause I know they, well, did,
3: I, I'm it, not sure that there's, there's a lot they can do because right. they, they had to keep it in Unreal Engine 3, right? which is amazing. Um, Two engines did, old. Yeah. They, they, they were unable or they had issues trying to bring it in the, And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, this is how many years later, and they're going back to an engine that people haven't used in eight years? Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Well, and that makes me think of why, you know, I know some people are upset that it's not going to have its own optimization for PlayStation 5 and Xbox One, but they did what Cyberpunk should have did and made the game for the platform that they were making it for. Um, Yeah. You know, instead of trying to oh well, we got to catch up to to the next generation, you never catch up. You know, you keep. But if they're In Unreal Engine three, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Uh, when when all these new modern games are uh you know using newer engines and, and able to actually well,
3: you, you can bring uh, Unreal Engine uh, three files into Unreal four, but apparently they ran into issues.
0: Oh, I'm sure they did. That game is man. Those games are massive. Those mm. games are massive. Um, they're mass. And, and
3: one <laughs> one other improvement that I did read about was the uh, elevator rates. The loading screens yes. go from being over a minute down to 18 seconds. Yep.
0: What? But there's an option in
3: there. You can sit through
0: the whole elevator ride if you'd like and jam out to the elevator music. Or once the game's ready to, and do, listen to the conversations.
1: and listen so to the conversations. Right, right, right. But yeah. uh,
0: but there will be an option for you to when, when once the game's ready to load, you just press press the skip. That's great. And Then you can load in. So I you know I always I was, remember was, hating going in there. And I oh was yeah, like, dang. Well, it's it. gonna be funny because I feel like the first <laughs> couple and times you that it happens,
1: upstairs.
0: the first couple times that it happens, you might just stay on the elevator. I mean that's I mean that's the experience we know. So it's gonna be it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah. I'm also really. I'm most excited to play Mass Effect 1 again with these changes, with the upgraded boss fights. They didn't make the boss fights easier, but they gave the player more options. That um, Matriarch-Benezia battle, I know, I remember that that thing frustrated me because, I mean, you're getting your butt kicked almost immediately. They give you a little buffer, they give you some more places for cover, but the battle's still difficult, you know, regardless. But you have more options in there so i'm excited to see it seems like mass effect one got the biggest makeover um of all the games but uh man i'm just i'm super excited to experience them i'm actually in the market to shop uh, shopping for a new uh, tv because i don't have an hd tv i don't have a a 4k tv um so i'm in the market i'm (laughs) picking up a new 4k 4k uh to get the uh to get uh the better resolution for my series x that's being you know it's not underused, but it's underappreciated, I think, on a TV that can't really fully support what the console could do. But, I, yeah, I don't know about you guys. I'm super excited. This is a day one. This is day one purchase.
2: Yeah, and I also think it's it's it comes at an interesting time, too, because, I mean, we grew up essentially with this trilogy. And oh, I yeah. think younger gamers so will now mm-hmm. going to be able to experience that. Um, and it's, it's rare to, to say that. I mean, and I'm not to say that most of the games now there's – um, there's, no, there's not this nostalgic love for certain games. I mean, you know, Demon's Soul, that was remade, which was just like night and day. If you ever play the original one and you see what they've done with it, it's almost like a completely different game. But the, the other part that excites me is that I'm just, I want to see what the younger generation thinks about these games, because you'll see them on YouTube and just experience that for the first time. So...
0: Well, I think you'd be surprised a lot of these younger people have played through Mass Effect just, be, just because, I mean, it's got some weight behind it you know, it's one of those classic games,
3: game franchises I, I can see that now scrolling through YouTube millennials yeah. react to Mass Effect <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and they got their little faces on there like this <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah
0: <laughs> kind of like the images you make for us
1: yeah <laughs> and, um, but
2: it also speaks also into the You know, like we're in this, you know, in this space that we're in right now with the Star Wars renaissance with all of these crazy, like crazy space opera, Star Trek. I mean, there's a plethora of all of these. And so to put something into into that space, um, I'm just really excited because we know what that stuff creates. It creates not only a genesis of something else. Kids are going to grow up watching this and enjoying it and go, you know what I want to do? I want to build something similar to that and just watch that. Um, and they also are going to create hacks, things that we never thought about in the yeah. game. And we'll be able to see that. So I'm looking forward to it for sure.
0: Well, it's funny you say that. People are already making jokes about the modders bringing back the butt scenes for Miranda. They're going <laughs> to <they're gonna> mod <laughs> us so we could see Miranda's butt again. And I'm just like, she's not even real.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah, all- well
1: but all the good things hey, I'm apparently
2: saying, it's nostalgia I'm sorry that it's 2021 so um there's also that
0: downside yeah yeah you know? just imagine how good that butt could look on on, on the series x man <laughs> 4k playstation 5 that, oh boy yeah people <laughs> yeah and, and then people wonder why back back when the initial mass effect release you know Fox News had a whole thing about sex and video games, and Jeff Keely was <laughs> on there. Yeah, they did. They had a whole thing. I remember
3: that. I remember that. And, and, yeah, remember and, that. and, and the they stupid. had these real
0: conservative people on there that were just like, "I would never let my kids play this." And Jeff Keighley had to be on, like, "Ah, oh, it's not what you think. You know, it's not like a rated X video game. <laughs> He's like, you're actually building relationships and things like that. And it's just, it's just that I'm building real relationships and stuff in the game. You don't even care about the 20-second, 15-second sex scene out of the 30, 40 hours you put into that game. I mean, it's the relationships that you build throughout it. And I'm really excited to to get back in that. I'm really excited to play through all the games and then do the Citadel DLC again. Because that was such a great DLC that paid homage to the whole series. It's just... You know, oh, I'm super excited for it. I can't, uh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited for Back for Blood and all sorts of other games that are supposed to come out this year. Until they get delayed, we'll let you know when they are inevitably delayed. Inevitably, inevitably delayed. <laughs> but I gotta say, Mass Effect, uh, especially with the new trailer and stuff, uh, just really pew, shot to the top of my top of my list. Yeah, I'm
2: looking forward to listening to the score again. I really love that score. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, for
1: sure.
2: Ariko tells me that he
0: listens to it. What? How often do you listen to it, Ariko?
3: Every day at work. I have uh, on YouTube, on my playlist it starts with the galaxy map theme when you would open up the map.
4: Yeah.
3: And uh, it just goes through the whole soundtrack. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's so an good. amazing soundtrack. And I, ever since the pandemic started, so since back in March, wow, almost it, a year
1: can we can we just all uh recognize though that uh by far the most probably under appreciated um uh thing about games is the score cuz i there are incredible incredible scores uh from games that i mean i have tons of them on my spotify list mm-hmm. uh j- I mean there are so many good ones. Look at all the Halo games. I mean, yeah, are I've ridiculously beautiful. Um you look at this, uh, the Gears of War games have beautiful music. Unravel. I mean, Unravel, Unravel, Ghost and of Tsushima, Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, I mean, oh, dude, yeah. I mean we could just go
0: Yeah. Well, we don't have to go on and, and on, on. on about it. Let's do a quick you guys, what what's what's one of your favorite? You don't have to name you don't have to pick one that's better than the other, but what would you say is one of yeah. your favorites uh, scores from a video game. Uh,
1: I would go with Ori in the Blind Forest is one of my favorites.
2: Um I would go with um I don't know the exact same Oh no, wait, it's uh from Legend of Zelda the Wind Waker.
1: Oh yeah, sure.
2: Um I love that soundtrack. Come it's on. Like, yeah.
1: That's a great pick. Legend,
2: all the Legend of Zelda <laughs>
1: games are ridiculous. Yeah.
2: The, wind, the Wind Waker has this, it has this amazing flavor. I don't know what the exact name of the song is, but it is, um, I think it's the main theme. Um, but yeah, I listen to that at least once a week. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: How about you, Rico? What's one of your favorites?
3: Well, it's ingrained. It has to be Mass Effect because yeah. that, that galaxy theme, when you open up the yeah. map, that just gives me chills. Yeah, and that
0: was unique when that game came mm-hmm. out. That music was unique at that time,
3: I think. But there, there are, there are literally most games you play anymore. Like even Carry On has a great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh man. You know. Yeah. It's like it really does.
0: If you're paying attention so listening games,
1: to it, I mean, right, there are so many games that don't get that. Like people don't notice it or they don't talk about it right. because. I, I I don't know why because they're not well because it's, it's
0: background they're focus it's it's an interactive experience so they're focused on their interaction
1: Lord so is. a lot of times
0: with people artwork doesn't go really noticed you know by a lot of people uh, music kind of falls back there because they're focused on and carry on you're eating. Little scientists,
1: right. <laughs> you know, you're eating people. Think about the emotions you get from like games like The Last of Us when the music just right. like, uh, moves the you. Last of us of just, has, uh, the,
0: the Last of Us has the uh, Last of Us soundtrack is fantastic. It's actually in my top five, I would say. Mm. Um, especially when you play the game, it's some Uncharted. of the most emotional yep. moments of that sure. game. Uh, and, and, and the soundtrack kicks in, and you're just like, oh man, it just really punches forward the emotion that's happening with the characters. But I, I'm torn between uh, Bastion and Ooh. Halo oh, ODST. Bastion oh, has oh, oh, really DST. good music, oh. and ODST. Can I change has-
1: my answer? ODST. ODST. Oh, ODST
2: has. What, what
3: about Tetris? <laughs> 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 I'm
2: going to throw one, uh, which is, and this is one of my favorite. Um, I think this is this game is in my top five for sure. Um, it's Castlevania. Um, uh, then uh, Lords of Shadow, it's called the Belmont theme. Um, so what? I, what's interesting about this song is if you listen to it, you hear the entire game. You can hear the entire game for the entire song. Really? It, yeah, it's almost like it takes Joseph Campbell's a hero's journey, and you you can he, you can understand from when it starts to when it goes high to hits its crescendo and when it starts falling down. You you hear the entire game through it. Um,
0: That's incredible. I've never heard anyone uh, you know equate Joseph Campbell's uh, hero's journey to to a
2: soundtrack to a song. That's well, incredible. Because, yeah, because the game, essentially, I mean, it's a Castlevania game, which is it's unique from the rest because the others are repetitive. You know, Dracula shows up, you got to kill him, and, and so forth. But this one, you follow the journey of your protagonist Spoilers. through um through the dark parts of the game as it goes up and you can hear everything goes up if you get a chance listen to it you can hear the entire game and the game does end on a somber note there's a level of sadness at the end of it you get to the end of it, and it's not the, the happiest ending and that song captures that perfectly Dude, it just it's, un- it's unbelievable i love that song so much what's so the, yeah. what's the name of it again it's called the Belmont theme from Castlevania Lords of Shadow.
0: Okay, I'm going to have to check that one out. Uh, Another God, game God. I wanted to mention that had a fan, just a fantastic soundtrack was Devil May Cry 5. Oh, my gosh. That, that soundtrack slaps, dude. Oh, my gosh.
2: Uh, wait, which one? Because there's two of them, right? Because there's Devil Trigger and then there's uh, Barry uh, the Light.
0: The one I'm thinking of is the one that always plays like when you're in combat.
2: Like when Dante's in combat or Virgil?
0: Uh, Virgo. No, Virgil? not Virgil. Uh, uh, Dante either, but uh, Nero. Uh, Nero. Yeah,
2: there's like, um, a,
3: there's like a song that
0: plays when he's in combat. There's like people singing and it's just I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm so hyped when I'm playing this game. And just even watching, like, the beginning, like, they have this yeah. huge, like, 10-minute-long cutscene to tell you what's been happening in the past yeah. is, like, oh, previously on every single Devil May Cry ever <laughs> uh, is this huge, long cutscene of what's happened. And the music and that, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Their soundtrack is so big, it's, like, on three or four CDs. It's this, huge. This,
1: <laughs> see, this this right here is my point, though. This is yeah. my point. When we actually talk about the music in these games, it gets huh. us hyped up like we actually are 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 uh, energized
4: yeah. by
1: the excitement of the music yeah. in the games, which is it, it's honestly, it's honestly far, far too often overlooked. There, um, there actually give credit is... for your com- give credit to composers,
4: oh yeah.
3: Desperate uh, Kid is, is a music composer for video games yeah. that I remember from playing one of the early Hitman games. And it, it's so weird that I've known who that guy is. Like,
1: yeah.
3: from the music from that game years ago, and he plays music in uh, the the latest um, Assassin's Creed. Really? It's soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. He has. If you look him up, he has lots of uh, video games. Credits. Settings. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to
0: check that also, out. If they ever do one of those video game orchestra things again, where they kind of was like a, I, I don't know if they were like a traveling orchestra or whatever, but they would go through and play all these different songs from popular games and and stuff. And I know I think Marty O'Donnell was a part of it at some point.
1: That's cool. Um, yeah.
0: And. I, yes. just, I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I would agree. Music is pretty underappreciated. Hey, let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. I think favorite... uh, Jerry
3: had a comment. He wanted to...
0: Oh, I yeah. apologize. Let us know what <laughs> your <laughs> vid- uh, favorite video game soundtrack is down below. Yes. Uh, Arto Jim, I apologize. I'll call you by your worries. Yeah, no, I was
2: going to also mention, um, what was it? The, do you remember the... Uh, oh, I'm going to mention uh, One Winged Angel from Final Fantasy VII because... That's the first game I remember hearing that the villain had the most amazing song. <laughs> and it's I'm, I was playing the game going, wait, I'm cheering for the villain. I don't have to defeat him <laughs> at some point. Is, um, He's
1: just over there. like yeah.
2: yeah, I know. You're just like, yes. Um, the other one was, um, it was a Prince of Persia game that was made, not from the series. It had these watercolor effects that were, um, it was like, Trying to remember it was not any of the, the original one, but this was it had a lot of these these amazing watercolor effects and everything like that. You couldn't die in the game. You had a companion, I think her name was Elika, who would help you navigate through the game. That
3: was that Warrior Within. Was it called Warrior Within?
2: I think it was no Warrior Within is the second one. That was the one that had Godsmack was doing the music okay. for that one. Um this was I-
4: yeah,
3: go ahead. No, I think... I, I, was it the, was it just called Prince of Persia?
2: Yeah, I think it was just called Prince of Persia. Like it was it, a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It was just... Well, it's, be- it's a beautiful game when you look at it. It's just gorgeous, but it also had an amazing soundtrack. Just beautiful. I love that one.
0: You know, I, this whole conversation has inspired me. We should do one of our... one. You know, one week, if we have a slow week with uh, with the news topics and stuff... We should just yeah. scrap whatever news is that yeah. week for the following week and just do a full nostalgia, uh, a, a full nostalgia based uh, a podcast and just talk about I our. Bet. I mean, we've yeah. all been gaming for decades, so I mean, it's
1: do, do a composer uh, appreciation piece and everything. Yeah, we throw. could
0: do a whole, we could do a whole thing. I would love, I would love to do that because I dude That's one of my favorite things about gaming is just like the nostalgia. That's where a lot of my excitement for the Mass Effect: Legendary is coming from. It was like just built up on all this nostalgia, you know. I'm just like, I'm so excited for this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the same when Can't I wait was to get
1: to game two. Tali. You never
0: believe someone like me would be so excited for the Bioshock, you know, trilogy remastered or whatever. <laughs> uh, when it came out because you're just like you just played those they were not even that old <laughs> I'm just like I'm
3: so excited
0: about awesome them for me. you know but uh I think that this would that would be a great idea to do kind of like a nostalgia type podcast yeah. on one of our slow weeks. I'll let you guys know uh when we're getting a slow news week and maybe we'll set that up. I'd love to I'd love to remember
1: chat
3: remember putting quarters up on the video game machine to, <laughs> yes. to say you were next in line. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, I
1: sure do. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Nick Turtles. Oh, turtles wait, I wasn't time. supposed
0: to take those quarters and play a second turn.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I guess that's why everyone was always mad at me. Um <laughs> so alright, well, we're gonna move on to some smaller topics here. I this, this one's got a chuckle out of Zach earlier. Uh Battleborne servers are down for good. Uh it went offline over last weekend, uh, and that includes the single player mode. You cannot play Battleborn anymore. Uh it's been a dying game since it launched. Its last update was in October of
1: 2017. Wow. That's that's <laughs> a long time to go without it. That's over three years. Yeah. For a game. Yeah. For a game is as as touted. Like everybody was really excited about it. Made by a developer that is well known. Yeah. Uh, uh, Borderlands, anybody? Well, they've also and, had some well known
0: stinkers, too.
1: Sure, but uh, I mean, Battleborn was so bad. And, and I think it was also timing, though. Can we, can we also give some credit to Battleborn's demise to timing? Because if you remember, it came out at the same time as Overwatch. Like, oh it was a couple weeks away from each other, came out right before Overwatch. Yeah, and then Overwatch came out, killed Battleborn. Didn't touch it. Instantly, I think no, we we instantly. we didn't play a whole lot of it. No, that I mean was... I think we played Battleborn until Overwatch came out, and then Overwatch came out. Yeah, I think never I think it. we did
0: revisit and actually complete the story mode on Battleborn. <laughs> but sure, sure. I think after we completed that, we never really got into the multiplayer. Wasn't that fun? No. It's because it was supposed to be this uh, this hero uh, shooter. But they like mixed in uh, elements from uh, MOBAs in there, and it just wasn't that fun, you know? And, and and then, of course, you're right. Overwatch comes out right after it and actually yeah. does the, uh, what are they called? Character shooters, hero shooters.
1: Hero shooters. Um, yeah. Or,
0: yeah. They actually came out and did a hero shooter right, and it, it was great. It was a game that's great. still going on now. They still haven't even put out a second one for that yet because it's been doing so well. Yeah, they also,
2: yeah, they also have a better marketing campaign, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Overwatch, just, I remember the marketing campaign. It took me a minute to remember to to figure out what it was, but I kept when I looked at it, I had nostalgia and I kept thinking Pixar. Um, oh sure, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, all Nemo. my brain went. I'm like, wow. I actually, for a minute, I actually thought, wow, Pixar made this. All right, I mean, <laughs> I'm in, I'm that's that's yeah. that.
3: Where's Nemo?
1: Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> That's He's in so, a jar on top of a
0: robot. That's Ooh. so funny, man. Yeah, Overwatch was great though. But you know, I, you know what's funny though. I mean, I, I've been, I've been, I, you know, I, I, I love Gearbox because of Borderlands. Um, but you know, they did what well, they were in charge of uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, which I do believe was a massive mm-hmm. disappointment yeah. uh, for Aliens fans, for fans of shooters. It was a huge letdown. So they fans of games, fans of games. They're, yeah, you might say that as well fans <laughs> of games were just like meh um and they couldn't dig themselves out of that hole they they got what? crapped on for that yeah. game pretty good and i don't uh, even I think th- they i don't even think they developed it
3: i think the problem yeah they didn't develop it they subbed it out to yeah for the problem like you were saying with with battleborn for them it It had two things mainly that you can see from the outside is that it's kind of a new split genre kind of game Mm -hmm. because they wanted to incorporate the mobile aspects and have a hero shooter and the elephant in the room, like you said, is a game coming out from Blizzard, which I mean, Gearbox, I am excited for their games but I'm always more excited for games from Blizzard just because I've always played their games. You know, being a huge Diablo fan, and of course StarCraft and uh, World of Warcraft and all their other games that they've made that are always top-tier, top-quality games that you can play. And that's not the only... Battleborn's not the only game to have suffered from... Um, Overwatch is a game that came out afterwards from Cliffy B oh. called Law Lawbreakers, yeah, which actually was a pretty good game, but it drew too much criticisms that it was trying to be like Overwatch or too close mm. to Overwatch, yeah. and that's really unfair to the game because it wasn't. It was more kind of like Unreal kind of shooter, but it got swallowed up in that. Let's talk about a game franchise. In that,
0: in they that need to bring Overwatch back
1: Overwatch tidal wave, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, I mean, let's let's put a R.I.P. Battleborn in this in this box. Oh, R.I.P. Battleborn. I. But honestly, we have talked. I mean, Halo Titan and I will always have a special. Um. Not hatred. <laughs> uh, hatred isn't right. A, a, a special uh pain and ache within us uh for battleborn uh, the, and of course battleborn came out right before we started game sharing really and uh and and they convinced us with the with the beta um that it was worth us paying the you know uh for the for the uh, super duty super elite you know it was only ten dollars uh, more
0: but yeah it was like
1: 75 bucks or something and uh but between us you know that's 150 bucks and uh, and that game was it was just Yeah so bad, he, so. he,
0: the thing my thing with Battleborn is and uh, I'll let you guys wrap up any comments after this so we can move on um my thing with Battleborn is I I was I was actually really intrigued with the concept we you start a match the matches were long you know they were like 30 40 minutes long depending on yeah. you know how well you were doing and throughout the throughout the match, you were actually you had these like RPG elements. You were like upgrading, and you you had you were earning skill points uh, based on how well you were doing, and you were building up these skill trees and stuff. And but it reset every game, so you know you could play the character differently yeah. every game. I was super intrigued by that back then, and I did have fun with it for a while. I loved the beta. I had I had a blast in the beta. Yeah, we did
1: have a ba- Yeah,
0: it's just when it came out and. You, you know, when a game actually comes out and you actually put game time into it, you know, um, that's just kind of when we realized it was kind of a stinker. And we yeah. we kind of had buyer's remorse and then Overwatch came out. and We were like, I well,
3: made- I think for me, because I never I never played the beta and you were telling me to get this game because you guys liked it. And I was like, I don't I, I don't know. It, it just didn't appeal to me.
0: We I convinced wanting, him to spend a bunch of money on it too. Yeah, I was wanting. <laughs> I convinced Patrick to get it too. I think
3: yeah. I was wanting a, another Borderlands, and hoping that there was something like that in there, and, and yeah. it wasn't at all. And I but never understood the gameplay
0: in the story. The story mode had a Borderlands esque elements uh, in the in the storytelling and stuff, but that was about it.
2: But it also didn't have a personality. It did it it didn't, because mm-hmm. when you think about Borderlands, I mean, that game has an identity. It knows what it is. The same thing goes with, you know, Overwatch. It knows what it is. Battleborn was... I, I keep thinking about... Um, what was it called? There was a, it was called PlayStation All-Stars, which was supposed to be a copy of Super Smash Brothers. Right. It was... The mechanics were great, but the game was just boring because it didn't... It had no idea what it was. We knew what it was copying, but it wasn't. It wasn't confident in its own identity, and it was just so you know, it died. And I think that's what happened. In Battleborn, amongst many other issues, it had no identity. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Borderlands, which you knew what it was. And right. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's a good point. That's a really yeah. good point.
2: Hey, but speaking of Borderlands, are you a Borderlands fan, Ardo Jim?
0: Yeah, I love Borderlands. Borderlands is great. You gotta, t- you gotta teach him. I tell him never something.
1: Never heard bad things about You've that ne-
2: game. Tell him something. Yeah, Avalanche. Look, look, look up. Avalanche. You've never played Borderlands. Oh, he's oh, trying. Listen. <laughs> this is a guy that complains <laughs> about oh all this weapon
0: management and stuff and blah blah blah. But but then we go play Destiny. He's like, holy crap, man! I love all this weapon management. I'm just like, where do you think <laughs> they got it from?
1: Because they do it well
0: they do yeah. make good first person shooters but borderlands is a yeah. fantastic first
1: person shooter. in fairness in fairness <laughs> uh you know he kept telling me oh don't worry the second one's way better the second one's way better and i was like i i this the first one sucks why are we doing this the first I one have, was great switch yeah. maybe like, it didn't age you know. so well we shouldn't
0: have got you into that one first second one was a lot better um but so with, with gearbox with the topic of gearbox i want to move on to uh the news this week that Gearbox has been purchased by Embracer Group for 1.3 billion dollars. Embracer Group is a Swedish company formerly known as THQ AB. Uh, Gearbox becomes the seventh official operating group under that title, or under Embracer Group, alongside THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, Koch yep. Media deca games or deca games amplifier game invest coffee stain uh holding and randy Pittsford will continue uh to the displeasure of some fans uh to be the boss uh following the merger
1: interesting uh and I'm trying i remember to thq my brain made
0: with, yeah tell me
1: yeah I, I remember thq nordic uh made uh the old ufc game
0: oh did they yeah. Didn't one um, of them, didn't one of them, or maybe I'm thinking Deep Silver, someone did, who did De- uh, Dead Island? Deep oh,
4: yeah, Silver. Yeah,
0: but Deep weren't Silver, they owned yeah. by
3: THQ? I think the publisher was THQ. Uh, yeah. TH, um, THQ Nordic, uh, the name was kind of bought when THQ went under. THQ Nordic has made, I think actually maybe. Uh, the original THQ, didn't they make the first Darksiders?
0: Oh,
2: maybe. I think you're right. because I, I THQ Nordic does
3: make the,
0: the yeah,
2: Darksiders THQ
1: series. Did. Right.
2: This is like Darksiders 1, Darksiders 2. Then they had to liquidate its assets, and then it got scattered. Right. I remember that.
0: Those yeah. assets were liquidated uh, not shortly after we went. And we, there was a THQ booth at the first PAX that Rico and I went to. I remember, yeah. and then uh, and then they were gone. <laughs> then they no,
3: they. I uh, did. They also do Saints Row. For, for
0: yes, Saints Row? that's yeah. right. They did Saints Row. Right.
1: And Rico's memory on who developed and made what is amazing.
0: And that's actually right because that, I did see them at the amazing. second year of PAX. or was that the first year that we got to go sit in on that uh, video of Saints Row Four? Was, was that that must have
3: been you and Patrick? I don't
0: remember. Okay, yeah, I think that's what it was, uh, and Tom. Tom went with us. Zach knows Tom. Um, Yeah,
3: everybody knows Tom.
0: (laughs) Doesn't everybody Uh, from MySpace? (laughs) Oh, I'm old. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I mean, I think this is interesting. I I, honestly, I haven't really, I've never heard of Embracer Group. I have heard of some of these companies, Saber Interactive. Does anyone know what they what they do? I probably should have done some research.
3: (laughs) They worked on Halo.
0: (laughs) Did they really? Like one of the remasters. They work
3: with. I swore they work 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 with three. Sorry, I just three four guys. three <laughs> three four three games on um, some of the multiplayer aspects.
0: Really, that's probably why that name sounds familiar. What about Koch Media?
1: <laughs> Nothing. Decca games. Know what? I. I kind of want to look into this. both of those names. I recognize both of those. Koch names.
0: and Decca, I recognize. Yeah. Um,
3: Wasn't DECA a club in high
2: school?
0: <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh I was always like, why but... did they get their own letter on a jacket? Um, <laughs> only football players get those. Um, uh, All right, amplifier let's see. game. Uh,
1: Dead Island was Koch Media.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Well, Dead Saint Island Tro- was... was did Koch Media... Goldworth. Overtake Deep Silver?
1: Uh must have been. Um Koch Media has oh yeah, looks like it uh, publishing label Deep Silver has released more than two hundred games, including yep. So uh Deep Silver is uh Koch Media's Koch Media um, formerly yeah, and they Deep Silver did well. Dead Island, Homefront, um, Metro, uh Saints Row. Um Yeah, some big games.
0: There's some big games in there. Wow, well, good for Gearbox for joining that. uh, And it's crazy, because it sounds like... I I don't know how they're going to do this, because, uh, you know, it sounds like 2K is still going to be publishing Gearbox's games.
3: Uh, See, I bet... bet.
0: Or so they say. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know.
3: I mean, that's the thing, though, is I believe 2K owns... Uh, the Borderlands game label
0: Oh, so maybe they're only going to be publishing Borderlands games then
3: Yeah, because they ran into that whole issue when they made the Telltale uh, Tales from the Borderlands that 2K felt that they should have financially benefited from that game instead of that big game being between um,
0: Gearbox and, and Telltale Ah, huh, interesting. So maybe that's what that is. Can you imagine if if all companies did that? I mean, Bungie leaves, but they keep making Halos published by Microsoft. We might actually have a good Halo game uh, since three. Oh. Oh, uh, I'm Plague sorry.
1: Tale from Deca Games.
0: Really, Plague Tale? I've heard that was a fantastic yeah. game.
1: Um, my list. I'm seeing. Uh i I saw. Darksiders thing there, uh, Age of Empires. Which one?
0: Because uh, uh, they may uh, have two. Devel-
1: they may have uh, all
0: them. of them. Looks like de- oh, uh, Ensemble Age Studios. Empires. I thought did those. No,
1: no, no. Age of Empires Definitive Edition.
0: Oh, the Definitive uh, um, Editions because the, Ensemble they're not a the studio the anymore, ones. but they yeah. initially did the Age of Empire games. I had thought. Yep. Yeah. Which is that's crazy that they did the definitive edition, Alan so Microsoft Wake published those. Collector's edition? Really?
1: Alan Wake's American Nightmare.
0: That one's mediocre. Uh,
1: I mean the, guys, there's right. this list is so, we'll is have so to...
0: long. Those are just the A's. <laughs> Those were just
1: the A's. So apparently, I mean, I'm, I'm not even through the A's. So apparently, crazy.
0: Embracer Group's got quite the resume with uh,
3: the
1: companies oh, yeah, that buddy. they've
0: owned. Um,
3: they would be in a better position to be on Yeah, yeah. Yes. Google does. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, if they Google could put out their own streaming all platform. All of them. That won't happen. No. No. <laughs> that, would be, that would be. That me?
0: would probably be the most expensive. Purchase in gaming history. If Google were, were able to purchase them, Ooh, that would sense. be that would be billions and billions of dollars. I mean, they have they have between the studios they have. That's quite the resume. Um, but uh, moving on here, uh, Crystal Dynamics uh, has some comments on the next Tomb Raider during an EA conference call with the CEO or something like that. Uh, EA. Um, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I got ea really on lost. the brain i got ea on the brain this is what happens when zach shows up an hour late um, <laughs> um the next game aims to unify the reboot trilogy with the original tomb raider games because as you know uh, all the original all the the re, the reboot of the franchise has been a lara croft uh, origin story um whereas the older games were Laura was a lot more confident and she was just a BA character just ripping through some tombs so now it's going to be uh they're going to be merging those they want to unify those uh and the team is envisioning a future of tomb raider unfolding after these established adventures no major title uh announcement is planned for the near future though yeah it, um kind of
2: makes sense there's a uh... What is it? There's a sequel to the movie that's going to be coming out soon. So mm. um, The reboot movie? Yeah, they're continuing. There was the I think it's uh, Alicia Vikander who played Tomb Raider in yeah. the, uh, the most recent one. So, yeah, this news makes sense because I think uh, Warner Brothers greenlit that film. So it's supposed to come out in the next year or two. So it makes sense that you usually want right. a comp- start Some...
1: hyping things up Hype, yeah and, things
2: yeah. Up. yeah well
0: and I, I thought it was weird because i know when they announced shadow of the tomb raider they were like oh this is gonna be the last one in the trilogy yeah. and i was just like they can't be ending tomb raider though because that the franchise is
1: mm-hmm.
0: so perhaps a, they're starting a, a new
1: tr- trilogy then
0: well maybe. maybe even a continuation with the same with the same lara croft it seems like they're going to be merging you know the two worlds and maybe they'll you know yeah, well, maybe, maybe this is the. Well, how does Star Wars go? Out. Star Wars goes what seven, eight, nine, then one, or what's Four, five, six, one, two, three, you know, or whatever. Whatever sure. the.
1: Maybe maybe uh, she'll she'll run into a Laura from a from a alternate dimension and run into a you know N sixty four Laura the Laura
0: the, the Laura. The... <laughs> <Lauraverse, yeah. laughs> she'll run into Angela Jolly and uh, be like, "What?
1: <laughs> I
0: said her name wrong on purpose." Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Have you've ever seen the TV show um, Raising Hope, they always mispronounce oh. things on that show. And the one guy's like, yeah, well, you don't want her growing up to be like Angela Jolly. <laughs> Something stupid like that. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I always call her Angela Jolly now. But uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that. I'm actually currently, uh, if I could ever stream, uh, playing through uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider for the first time. And so far, I've been loving it. Um, yeah. Rico, do you have any comments on this? No, for those of you on Spotify, he shook his head silently. He <laughs> nothing. Uh,
3: no, I. Um, does Ardo, uh have any
2: comments?
3: Ardo, what
0: are you thinking?
2: Oh, uh, no! I was gonna say that. I mean, Tomb Raider. Can we say that it it's succeeding? I mean, it, it's almost like it started. It started something. Uncharted came and did it better, so it's kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm always kind of wondering about that franchise. What is it trying to be now? Um,
0: I think it's always been its own unique franchise. I think there's a lot of similarities between the two, but I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, think, we, I think we may have discussed this previously. I prefer Tomb Raider. I th- okay, I think Uncharted has like be a better cool. story, uh, but yeah. I prefer the gameplay in Tomb Raider over Uncharted.
2: Are we talking more puzzles or just uh, mechanics? Just in terms of the both, I, I, I would say I would say Uncharted
0: probably has some more complex puzzles, mm. um, especially versus Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I, I really haven't gotten too deep into Shadow yet, right? But the, the original Tomb Raider, they had some puzzles on there that really stumped me. But I don't think they were any of any of them nearly as complex and and f- as fun as say Uncharted's uh, puzzles mm. they've got some unique stuff and uncharted but i you know what i think they're both great franchises um right and, and, and not, i think they're just kind of going in their own direction you know they're telling the story of some tomb raiders
2: right and, and this is not me trying to put one down or anything like that it's just uh, just a curiosity on my end which is just i'm wondering you know are the mechanic i mean are, are they still the same mechanics from the old school tomb raider or they just
0: not entirely
3: not entirely okay it was definitely. It, it a always has seemed like, like Uncharted, is a little bit more real, like it's based in our world, and, and Tomb like Raider is a little bit more. Well, we could have a demon just show up, or here's a T-Rex.
0: <laughs> I know I, and Nathan Drake, uh, you know, finds Shangri La's. I'm just, I yeah, mean, and he fights <laughs> Yetis, and
1: he, yeah, I mean, yeah, right? No, he yeah, he yeah. comes
0: across some crazy things too. But I, right, I think right. I think they're both great I just, in their own in their own way. I think what uh, both it, franchises have really have going for them is fantastic protagonists.
3: It, yeah. It's like the difference between Batman nineteen ninety one and Batman
2: Begins. <laughs> oh boy, that is that is like <laughs> night and day. That is. <laughs>
0: that is dark night and day. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, well anyways, I'm if you're excited for more Tomb Raider, I am. I'm playing through Shadow uh now. Uh so uh come and check me out playing that. I'm excited to get into that more. Uh this one, this next topic I think might excite some people in here. Uh EA is going to be bringing back NCAA football games, first time being brought back since 2013. Uh, EA is partnering with uh, CLC to become exclusive developer of simulation college football games experiences. Football game experiences will not include players' names, images, or likeness, though. And I believe the CLC is like the college league something something that you know manages all this, the licensing and stuff for all for the colleges. licensing so,
1: craziness. Yeah,
0: in <laughs> fact, it's probably college licensing committee or something. <laughs> yeah. So. But EA scored another uh, exclusive contract uh, for sports, which I do not like. I think. Yeah. I think they need competition in the sports arena.
1: I miss baseball games. Yeah. Um, can cool. we? Can we? Can we work on that, people? Um, but well, well, uh, can so I just say that, what? MLB the show
3: be the Oh Xbox no, I love
1: MLB the show. The show but I wait. You it's going to be on
0: Xbox.
3: Yeah, this year. Yeah. It's on what? PlayStation and Xbox this year. No, yeah. no
0: way.
2: Uh, yeah. Didn't you guys see the trailer? No. Yeah, the Jackie, no? By the
3: Jackie Robinson uh, Deluxe yeah. Edition for $99. Comes with a sweet steel case with Jackie Robinson on the front
1: and MLB Wait.
3: show hat.
1: Rico, you better you not be again? like messing with me. Zach, you, no, better not messing. Zach, you grab oh, it?
2: There's a trailer yes. for it and
0: everything.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're, I'm, you're I do. Me.
0: We do, We do a topic overview before we start the show and nobody's not saying hey like
1: hiding this in his back pocket. oh by the way guys Yeah, speaking of baseball uh it be the show you know that one that you love but it's on playstation only and you pretty much only you know play your xbox nowadays uh psych here it is yeah
0: that's <laughs> That's <laughs> that is more exciting news to me than EA bringing back
3: NCAA football.
0: I do
1: have it. some
3: I do have some questions because I noticed like on the the PlayStation version, it's kind of weird. It comes with a disc for the PS4 version what? and a digital code for PlayStation Five. So it's like, I, I that just seemed weird because like on the Xbox, it didn't really say that it had a code. Yeah.
1: Or anything.
3: They, uh, it, uh, huh. Presumably, it just comes with a disc. Mm. But it, it, you, if you do buy it, you can play it on your PS4. And hopefully, if we ever get a
1: PS5, if they are, ever get back in stock. Dude. You yeah. It. Oh, my god.
0: I'm going to
1: get a TV yes
0: before i get a ps5 but i
1: i might actually buy my series x now um <laughs> seriously are you kidding me that is the best yeah, news that's i yeah,
0: this is a live cannot, this is a, this is a real genuine moment that, on that the is
3: significant because now now i mean we've had microsoft publish games on yeah on uh sony on playstation now you have sony publishing games on the xbox and, but, and i think it's great Oh yeah,
1: that that's amazing. But it's MLB that it's like a genuinely good baseball yeah. game. I I am so happy right now. I, I have
3: know. I have MLB the show. I have a, a several different years on my yeah. PS4.
1: Oh yeah, I've got and I thought,
3: I think I'll buy it on the Xbox just to, just to support their efforts. Yeah, because they appreciate wow. that.
1: I appreciate that they would be yeah. willing to work out a license deal so that they could get it on their on their console. That is amazing. Oh, that makes me happy
0: that Sony's playing nice because Sony's usually pretty stingy. I think I, they've, I think they've really baffled. I think they've really grown over the years, you know, and 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 sharing more often. That's really cool. I'm really well, excited it, to it, see it, that.
3: It, think about this because you you do have cross play enabled between yeah. Xbox yeah. and PS4. And one thing that does for baseball is it just makes your player, your pool of players that much bigger. Yep. Yeah. Used to have players from Xbox and PS4 or Absolutely. PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, they I obviously mean, will yep. sell
0: more copies on, on PlayStation, the game, but they're going to sell. I bet you they'll sell millions on Xbox as well. Oh, oh I can't see how I, they don't. I will be
3: buying. Xbox oh, gamers are going to be like, they're going to be baffled. Like what? A I think, ba- I think they definitely want to get, want to get, the, the deluxe edition with the steel case and the
1: baseball cap. I mean, I'm blown away, dude. This field. is the best. Like, I had no <laughs> idea. I was so excited for those uh, on Spotify. While Halo Titan was reading about NCAA football games coming back, like I was dancing over here, and then Rico throws this on me too. Like, I am so beyond excited right now about. Sorry, both I did of these. not mean to, it's
3: to, to interrupt with.
1: The
0: topic anyway. Oh yeah! By the I, way, I, ea's I,
1: coming out with more NCAA something. I'm so uh, right <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I legitimately love the NCAA football games. I played them all the time, a hundred times more often than I played Madden, a hundred yep. times.
3: I, I I got them all the time, and yeah. yes, my my nephews would play that more than Madden. Yeah, just because it was college football, well, but they're
0: huge
1: college football I,
3: they're fans of I don't know. It's... They're
0: not really into the NFL. They love college football though. Yeah.
1: Yes. And, they love and I football. really enjoyed those games. I liked being a coach of a school and trying to bring the school up and trying to get, uh, you know, prospects and all these other things to try to make your school even better and more, you know, approachable for, you know, top prospects and everything else. Like I had so much fun doing that kind of thing. And, and so I really enjoyed NCAA football games uh, better. Yep. Yeah. But. Now you're telling me that I'm going to get NCAA football games back and I'm going to get MLB the show. I just like.
0: <laughs> what What a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify user Zach just got up and left.
2: Yeah, well, we lost Zach. Uh, yeah.
0: He's so excited. He literally had to go poop. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>, um... <laughs> He's back now. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry guys, I had to uh, take a walk for a second. So
0: yeah, yeah no worries. Worries. that's some great fantastic exciting news and we're going to be I uh, I'm I'm I can not I'm kind of tongue-tied with that cuz I, I haven't played <laughs> I just I haven't played a baseball game in I I 2003 maybe.
1: Oh, you're crazy. I I had to buy mine on PlayStation because I was like, I I can't go without playing. I kind of went away from the
0: sports games. I used to play NBA games all the time and uh, baseball games and Madden. I used to be a big, huge into those into those games. But then, you know, once I started branching out to other games, I kind of fell in love with uh, with with stories. I, I, you know. That's one of the reasons I wanted to become a writer, is because you know you get to. I love creating and telling stories, and I also love reading and watching and playing stories. So I kind of gravitated away from the sports stuff. But this 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 stuff has me excited because I do want to play another college football game because I we haven't seen one in forever. And and then MLB the show coming to <laughs> Xbox. I mean that's that's a oh man where Zach's broken. Have you
3: not played uh, NBA Two K with? where you create your own prospect, you know, from like high school and take him into the the NBA.
1: It's, oh, I have. You should, yeah. You
3: should try that. It's got a little story mode that you can really? play. Yeah. So it would be yeah. interesting to see if EA follows suit with the, the college oh, yeah. football. No. If you could start with your own prospect there. A long shot yeah. three. Bring, bring him up, make him a top prospect and then import yes. him in Madden.
1: Yeah, that would well, be really they used cool. to do that, too. They used yeah, to do I mean, that with like the
3: story focused. on. Yeah,
1: well, you remember they had like Aaron Andrews would like talk about, you know, your prospect yeah. and everything else. I remember playing that all the time, like all the time.
3: Yeah, and I think that whole segment was actually in the NBA 2K was, I thought Spike Lee was involved with. Yes, and
1: 20, I think it was 20. Yeah, NBA 20 and 2K 20. I mean. With Spike Lee in that I one, I also
0: haven't played Florida an was, NBA but game, I, I remember
3: playing that, and <laughs> it, I, it, it actually to me from like that story point of view gets you more involved because yeah. you're creating this individual and you're in a way you're help helping bringing them up.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Actually, uh like I said, I played UFC this this past week, and uh and it's very much kind of like that. You're kind of you create your fighter and. You know, you're there. There's this coach, and he's like, "Hey, hey, you need to come and I'll, I'll train you and get you ready and that kind of stuff." And you're kind of working with him, and it felt very much like that, actually.
0: Very nice. Well, I don't, I don't want to cut this one short. We are kind of running up there in time. We're just going to cover our last two topics for the evening. Uh This one, interesting news. If you're a first person shooter fan, which I know we are, <laughs> what, what, what's Zach shaking? Oh, he's still over there.
4: Yeah, he's, Swo- uh, he's
0: swooning over uh that'll <laughs> be the show right now. Um Battlefield Six is going to have uh, an announcement event this spring. This is the one I was thinking of. Uh EA does Battlefield, right? They had a uh, they had a conference call with EA, uh, CEO or someone was talking about uh the Battlefield Six will be released this holiday, twenty twenty one. I highly imagine it's gonna get delayed. Um We'll take full advantage of next-gen platforms. It will be a return to full military warfare and it will support more players than ever before. That's just
1: mind-boggling, and dude. Mind- I, That's that really, mind-boggling. That was,
0: with with the with the battle royales being able to support like up to 100 players and
1: the yeah, consoles
0: oh, and yeah. stuff's getting bigger. I mean, I'm I can I think game. it's inevitable. Yeah.
3: You know,
4: it's <laughs>
3: sorry, right. I looked at my phone and I, I got distracted by something that I saw on He's um, like, you know what it is. Oh, so look, puppies. Sorry, I had a brain fart. Yeah, oh, look, kittens. Um, uh,
4: with, those darn Twitter kittens.
3: It, you're talking about um, uh, Battle Royales. They did come out with a Battle Royale. Did they? They did. Ew. That's how well it went over. <laughs>
0: Well, I know I know Battlefield 5 didn't review very well and I honestly I haven't touched it although I have we have access to it now on Game Pass. So I should probably download it and try cuz I've always enjoyed Battlefield. I, you know people might think I'm crazy, but I've always enjoyed Battlefield more than Call of Duty.
1: I always like the aspect Historic. of being able to utilize like vehicles and and, and all, you know, just oh, different sure. kinds of tactics in in Battlefield that you don't really get with like Call of Duty. Well, and what was
0: a, a Battlefield 2, I think it was. You could, you, saw, you know, you're looking across the battlefield and you see a, a, a teammate over there. You can, like, press a button and transfer and become that person and you're starting to fight over there. And you can yeah, transport right. across the map and you're like, holy cow, man, that's crazy. Yeah. That was back in 2000, what, two, three?
2: Somewhere around there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was awesome stuff back then. And then I know I think Frontline, uh, fuels of War kind of came out and they had a kind of mechanic where I think you could switch the different types of uh combatants! You know, you had your explosives dudes. And...
3: You could also use the RC car and the drones.
0: Yeah, you could ride, use the RC and car fly,
1: fly around in helicopters. That, that was an <laughs> under that was
0: an underrated game. I really enjoyed Frontlines. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you what do you guys think? I'm, I mean, I'm excited for some Battlefield dudes. I'm, I'm always yeah, excited for Battlefield. I'll,
1: I'll play it for sure.
0: What about you, arto Jim? Oh, that one down yeah. your alley. You're not much of a shooter.
2: No, nah, not a big. Not this kind of sure. I mean, I, I used to play Call of Duty back when it was you. You know, World War One and World War Two type games. I miss those so much. Um, that and Medal of Honor, love those. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was the game that I wouldn't. I just couldn't stop playing. Good old um,
0: Medal of Honor.
2: Yeah, so a lot of these modern shooters, they're fantastic. I know the mechanics have been really, you know, tuned up to fit the, you know. The modern player, but to me, yeah, and they just don't do it for me, yeah. Fair enough. Well, all right,
0: well, let's hop into this one here. Prince of Persia remake has been delayed again. This is the uh, second delay, it was supposed to come out uh last month in January, but it was pushed to March, and now it's no longer coming out of March. Uh, and we have no idea when it's coming out.
1: They uh, may, holiday they, 2020,
0: <laughs> they may as yeah. well have just come out and said indefinitely because we don't know for oh when it's going to come out, uh, it cited that extra time was needed to make the remake fresh while remaining faithful to the original. Make the best game you can. Take your time. Uh, I'm glad they didn't put a release date on this. A- a- yeah. Another one. Because they, they were just I- going <laughs> to cyberpunk this until they uh, released it. <laughs> <laughs> they I were going to just what? last Guardian this one until they released Excited. it. We
1: really oh, need extra time last... to make the remake fresh while remaining faithful to the original. Shouldn't that have been your mantra the entire time <laughs> you were making this game? I, are you, yeah. no, <laughs> no, 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 but That's we need an point. extra month so that we can make sure that everything we've done for the last five years is not... Come on, dude. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know what will be really terrible is when the game comes out and if it's not up to snuff, oh, you know what, they, well,
0: it, they might be trying to avoid a Master Chief Collection fiasco. There was nothing wrong with the Halo games. But they somehow put them in a bundle and messed them up. And you were like...
3: Yeah. How? <laughs> when they first showed off the remake for Prince of Persia, there was a lot of criticism on, on its appearance and its mm, look.
1: Like Sonic. A lot of
3: people thought it looked like it would be something that you'd remake for last gen, not for where, we, where we're at now. Yeah. And going into the next generation uh so i think maybe the after that that kind yeah. of little, little yeah. back, that's when they were started delaying
0: developers start listening to they start listening to things that's one of the reasons halo infinite was delayed because uh, yeah. halo infinite got body slammed uh with the whole craig meme and the ugly looking brute and the <sighs> <laughs> the lighting and stuff, and people were just trashing and Halo, and they were like, Oh, it's delayed until parts of the scenery are popping in, <laughs> in the background. Yeah, so they were like, trailer, <laughs> and it's like,
3: What? No, <laughs> fake <laughs> it if you, you know. have to. Don't do not do that.
0: That's, I, I, you know, what more if you need more time, take it. Just don't, I just don't take like it when they give us Thank a release you, date, you. they give you yeah. they give you a release date, and then they're like, and then I feel like they put unneeded pressure on themselves. Like take the time you need, really figure this out, and then settle on a release date. But I know they have investors; they have to appease. And
1: yeah, that's that's what it's, don't it's just ridiculous. Though. Take like, your time, it's... make
0: your game. If it comes out and it's fantastic, people are going to buy it, and your investors will be happy. You know, but yeah. you can't when you rush so, something, you, you, you kind of have man. Cyberpunk's Wait. supposedly a fantastic game, and and but you know it's got this. You know, dark stain on it now for the till the end of time, and so does CD Projekt Red for their next title. So I mean, mm-hmm. take your time, make your That's game, true. do it right. Uh Before we end the episode today, I did want to I did want to do a little fun thing. Uh I want to know what you guys, what franchise that we haven't seen in a long time. Do you guys hope they make it? That we hope to get an announcement for someday soon.
1: Mm. Uh Well, if you had asked me, if. To, to... 15, 20 minutes ago, I would have said NCAA football <laughs> because it really has been a game that I've wanted for years to come back. Um, now, um, you know what game I, you know what I really, I really did enjoy. Uh, okay,
0: Arthur Jim, your turn. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Zach's doing some, he's doing some talk. Oh. Yeah, that's right. We're wearing each other's shirts today. I like your shirt, man. It looks good. Zach designed both of these (laughs) nice shirt brother.
1: Oh man. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, art of Jim.
0: No, anyway, sorry, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go for it.
1: Um, well, if I have to just pick one off the cuff now, since NCA would have been my, uh, uh, a no brainer, um, option. Uh, I was thinking, um, uh, there was a, uh, Medal of Honor has come back in VR, so I can't really utilize that, which is great. I mean, it's cool that all these games that are coming back, like all these franchises are coming back, it's it's awesome. But it's kind of like, well, darn, that was the one, that was an answer that I could have used. That was an answer I could have used. I'm thinking I would, um, I would love to see something like uh, MLB 2K come back because i would like to see some competition in the sports um in 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 just sports games in general i would like to see some competition i would like to see it spread out a little bit make them work harder to try and beat each other um uh, look i'm stoked about mlb the show like beyond stoked at this point uh that Again, another game that would have been my no-brainer choice if if we didn't hear all this crazy news.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you know, I I see what you're saying. I mean, 2K actually made some really good sports games too. So
1: they did. I really enjoyed their uh, baseball games. I played them for years.
0: Man, yeah. How about you, Ardo Jim? What 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 game franchise would you like to see come back?
2: Um, I want Sly Cooper. Mm. Sly Cooper. I like
0: Cooper. I saw was on the PS Vita.
2: Yeah, that was, it's, uh, I, um, I have such great memories of playing that. It was actually, um, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it's a full game. I mean, you don't really need DLC and I know a full game is extinct, but, um, but it's also yeah. just that a friend of mine introduced me to that game and it's just, I love it from the cell shading, from the storyline. Um. Yeah, Sly Cooper. I would definitely welcome that. Sly that's Cooper. Good. That's a good. That's, that's a good it. one.
0: What about Rick? What about you, Erika? You got a game franchise you'd like to see come back? Hunter of the Reckoning. Hunter of the Reckoning. Oh, yeah. That, he he just dug way deep. Yeah, <laughs> there. That's a. I
3: remember we uh, we were playing that, and we had so much fun. Yeah. Couch co-op on the same screen. And they they came out with a sequel, the, which is very long-winded. It's Hunter: Colon, The Reckoning, Hyphen, Redeemer. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know how well that one was. The first one was amazing and incredibly fun to play, and I was always surprised that they that they didn't go further because that's actually based off of a tabletop RPG, I believe. Yeah, I remember playing that too. I remember having so much fun with that. Um, hmm. Yeah, gosh,
0: Hunter the Reckoning. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> classic one. That makes me think of back. You know, I, my answer could easily be Fusion Frenzy or some, some of those other old games, Test, Test Drive. I don't think we've seen a Test Drive game oh, in, man. in ages. I love Test Drive. But if anyone knows me well enough, they'll know what my answer is. Anyone care to see how well my, my uncle and, you, and my friends know me?
1: You know, um, g- can I just throw another one out there? And I don't know if it'll count. I, I don't know if you guys think this would count. Uh, what, um, what what about ODST? I would love to have another ODST. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'd be doing. ODST I, 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 know it's, I know it's Halo franchise, made but by Bungie. Yes, ODST. Like, could I have another ODST game? I would. I would be all about that. Maybe a a link between uh, ODST and Halo Five, where we get to see what like what happens in Buck's life. Yeah, how Buck becomes. He to, goes from an ODST, and then he, he all of a sudden a becomes a Spartan. But yeah. I like I would I would love that.
0: That'd be <laughs> cool. No, but can can any of you guess what my what my number one that I want to see that I've been dying to see for years. Oh, I know. What? You know Rico?
3: I've got a guess.
0: Okay, my On the guess count of three Splinter Cell. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I was gonna say NFL the Blitz.
0: Oh, okay. oh, I do love NFL Blitz, but they can't make NFL games anymore. And Blitz yes. the League was Blitzer. Yes splinter cell I have been dying and waiting every single year since conviction to to get any news on another splinter cell. I want to see Sam Fisher take another journey. I want you know Michael Ironside's not going to live forever. We need to get him in to the studio and make some freaking games <laughs> okay like come on ridiculous um all right did you guys have anything else you wanted to add
1: uh-, can, uh just Rico, you blew my mind. (laughs) I'm not going to sleep tonight. Thanks for that. He's
0: going to be up all night. He's going to be on the internet looking up MLB. I I already tweeted it to uh, uh,
3: Did you good? Just so
0: that you have it. Oh, my
3: gosh.
0: A sweetheart. (laughs) Well, I want to thank our guest this week, uh, Rico Suave down here and Ardo Jim right down over there. Uh, Rico, it's your first time on our show. I hope we get to see you again sometime Soon, maybe next week. I don't Very know. Soon. You let me know. But uh so. <laughs> I'll let you pick the uh, phrase of the week this week. Um
3: hmm.
0: Hmm.
3: give me give me a sec. I've got
0: Okay, I'll let him I'll let him think on that. Uh, I do want to thank everybody for hanging out and watching us. We're around to the two-hour mark. Holy cow. Uh thank oh, you yeah. guys so much for hanging out with us. If you guys made it all the way to the end of the episode, Enrico Suave is gonna give us a phrase of the episode here shortly, but hit that follow button or that subscribe button on YouTube, uh, the notification bell, as well as the like button. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, be sure to follow us over there. You can also follow us on our, excuse me, on our uh, Twitter account at gamers backlog. It's backlog gamers backwards gamers backlog. Follow us over there. I'm going to send this run right down to Arto Jim. Arto Jim, where can our, where can our uh, listeners uh, find you uh, outside of the podcast?
2: All uh, right. You can find me on Facebook at Arto Jim. Uh, YouTube slash ArtoGem. And you can see some of my artwork at ArtoGem.com.
0: Right on. ArtoGem spelled right like the, uh, the box right next to him. We had to kind of break it up there for him. ArtoGem, you can find him there. good? did you find the phrase?
3: Yes. Okay, what's our phrase um, of the week? First of all, I, like, I would like to say I, I have gone over to Arto uh YouTube page, and I watched him draw um, uh, Wakanda. What's his name? Oh, Black Black Panther! Panther. Black Panther, yeah, Yeah. and a mermaid, and they are very good. Thank you. Head over there, watch them, subscribe, follow. Do it! Uh, I'll do it. All the good things. The code word, password, whatever we're doing this week uh, is—I want to say—hashtag Pandora tomorrow. Hashtag. Oh, he's insulting me now. (laughs) Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know that's the name of the second splinter Cell game. it's, oh. it's the best splinter cell game it's a ever great made. i i would say chaos there is but if you if you watch this far make sure you guys hashtag pandora tomorrow in the comments down below Enrico suave thanks again for coming out uh, where can where can our listeners find you outside the podcast
3: well hopefully you don't
0: because i
3: like my privacy i don't i don't need you watching over my shoulder no i'm kidding twitter at erico suave
0: there you go spelled like it is just down in his box zach avalanche where can we find
1: you and as always you guys can find me over at uh on twitter at zach avalanche spelled just like it is right there zac avalanche hit us up chat us up it's always fun over there we're always sending stuff to each other so send some stuff to us that's true we'll love we love it. to
0: talk the games baby um i, I kind of second what Arika said please don't find me <laughs> outside of here but if you want to talk digitally um over the internet far away from each other uh you can find me on twitter as well at halo titan i do stream tuesday through thursday sometimes um 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time till question mark, uh, and that's over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Halo Titan. I want to thank you guys so much again for hanging out with us tonight, and we'll catch you next week on the next episode of the Backlog Gamers Podcast. Peace!